From F.E. Warren Air Force Base in Cheyenne, Wyoming, this is Missile Minutia, the official podcast of the 90th Missile Wing and Team F.E. Warren. Hello again, my name is Glenn Robertson, Public Affairs Officer. And I'm Tech Sergeant Tyler Placey, and today we're going to go over a few clips from the town hall. With everything going on in the world, let's go to Colonel Benetti to get his perspective on how we should handle that while being in the military. Everyone is seeing it. There's been a lot of uh, civil unrest across the United States. Put out an email to Team Warren just today with an amazing story, not only from Chief of Staff of the Air Force, but certainly our Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force, uh, Caleb Wright. That is an incredibly powerful and moving story that talks about, in very honest, bold, and blunt terms, that we have had a failed and storied past, but it doesn't mean that we can't continue to improve, acknowledge what's wrong, accept it, fix it, and move on and get better. And that's what we need to do. You do, as a part of the military, have a right to have an opinion. There are some rules out there that talk about how you get to express that opinion. I need you to buy by those simple rules, but understand your opinion is valued as a citizen of the United States. And that's one of the things that I think we learned most of all as U.S. military members is that the rights of the members of the United States are incredibly important to every single citizen and need to be protected. So I I highly encourage you to have opinions. I highly encourage you to be able to positively express those opinions uh, and and have a good dialogue and, and go with discourse because we don't get better if everyone's a yes man. We don't get better if there isn't some friction. We don't get better if there isn't some just open and honest and sometimes brutal conversation about what's out there. So don't be afraid of the difficult conversations, but do me a favor. Remember, when you wear this uniform, you are representing the views of the United States Air Force. And so you will represent the views of the United States Air Force, not your own personal views. So please, please, please abide by the regulations and requirements for the UCMJ for our military members. So one of the things that we hear about a lot in the public affairs office is people speeding on base. We get a lot of phone calls. We get a lot of messages on Facebook. Colonel Benetti's going to get into a little bit more detail on this one, but we really do need to make sure that we are driving safely where kids are playing. So please make sure that we do that, but I'm going to let the boss talk on that one. Really what I'm concerned about right now is as everybody's come back, we have seen a ton of speeding on base. Whether you all know it or not, we have purchased speed cameras. The speed cameras have been able, in just a week's time frame, 11,000 images of folks speeding. Now, it starts taking a picture every second as soon as you hit the marker of whatever we put in there for the speeding, which we're not going to tell you what it is. We're trying to be generous about these things, but people are speeding way too fast. So uh, 11,000 images can cost you uh, discipline as a military person, it can cost you money as a civilian speeding on base. I am telling you, we are serious about this. We are not going to relinquish our hold on the speeding because what we don't want is somebody whizzing by a playground where folks are now enthusiastic and getting out and just excited and killing, killing a little kid. I mean, I would be devastated to have that happen. And even 25 miles an hour in a 15 mile an hour zone is not right. So our, our friends at Balfour Beatty are working hard to get more, you know, children at play signs out there by the playgrounds. Uh, we are, we have the right zones out there by all the playgrounds. I am very concerned that folks aren't getting the speeding thing. And uh, so guess what? We're going to buy more speed carts and we're going to get more tickets. 
and we're going to force you to follow the speed limits because they're, they're called limits for a reason. So help me out, folks. Most of us know we are still expected to wear masks while on base, as per the SecDef directive. But my question is, Tyler, is Bandit wearing his mask? No, he is not wearing his mask. However, if he were going into the BX or the commissary or many of the FSS facilities around base, in fact, any, any facility on base, he would be wearing his mask. It was a SecDef directive. Well, that is a very well-behaved dog. Maybe we should go away from the dogs wearing masks and go and talk to uh, Colonel Benetti and Chief Bettersworth about that. Sounds good. The Secretary of Defense established a policy that we will wear masks on DOD installations, and that is in effect. So every facility that you walk into and you walk out of, you have to have that uh, face covering on. Once you get into that facility, as long as you can maintain six feet distance between others, you can remove the face covering. If you're walking- With some exceptions. With some exceptions, Like the med group, like the commissary, like the BX, like the defect. True, true, thank you. Um, Because there are some where you have to have it on 100% of the time. Uh, Work centers, those are the exceptions where if you're sitting down, you're working, okay, nobody else is around you, nobody's passing you, nobody's coming in and out of your office and getting within six feet of you, that's where you can remove your face covering. Otherwise, you need to have your face covering on at all times. But remember, there are a couple of restrictions that are still in place, right? We're still following the state restrictions. So indoor gatherings are 25, right, or less. And when you can maintain social distancing, masks are required, but if you can't maintain social distancing, you must wear the mask indoors. There are some places still on base that regardless of the six foot, you do have to wear a mask. The defect, the hospital, the commissary, the fitness center center when you're entering, right? But not when you're working out, but when you're entering. All of those places still exist. So uh, there's exceptions to every rule and I need us all to make sure that we're we're monitoring and maintaining those exceptions. yeah, absolutely. So I had a great talk, too, with the, uh, the, the incoming FDAC class. Uh, we, we did social distancing. You'd be very proud of us, Doc. They actually had tables in between yeah. each of them. I mean, it was I was like, wow, that's hardcore right there. But they did a great job. Uh, so, Art, thank you very much for setting that up. Uh, that FTAC is, is really going well. So, Nelson, thank you so much. So as we make these changes or have made these changes on June 1st, there are still a lot of questions coming up about travel. And Colonel Benetti speaks a little bit about that. I think some of the big confusion I see out there, though, Chief, is that uh, the conditions-based travel right now restrictions, that hasn't been fleshed out. So I I know that you've gotten tons and tons and tons of questions about how do you know the state that somebody's coming from is a good state or a state that's safe or what that looks like? And the answer is, well, it hasn't been inculcated into a calculus that we can look at. It hasn't given us... We don't have a common operating picture where we can see that easily for everybody. Right? There is a system that the Department of Defense, the Office of Secretary of Defense is working, and they haven't been able to uh, get that out there in large part and populated, not only for installations, but also for states. So that's going to be a little while, I think. We're expecting some guidance by the end of this week. But until then, we'll continue to operate under the uh, exceptions to travel policy that are currently in effect. So. That's not going to change. That's the AFPC guidance. We're under the exception of policy stuff still. Uh, but what I will tell you is that we are accepting and working with exceptions to policy uh, very liberally, very liberally. We have great support from all levels of leadership. So please, please, please uh, don't, don't suffer out there. Let us know. 
if you got to get someplace, if you got um, a family hardship, if you've got a humanitarian reason, if you've got a hardship uh, financially, I mean, we just did one today for financial hardship. So please let us know what those are. We'll keep moving those forward. Uh, we're in this together, so that means that we all have to think through what, what that looks like for all of us. And if you still have any questions whatsoever, please keep those questions coming. Uh, you know, reach out to your supervisor, your first sergeant, your key spouse, commander, your chief. Message us like you do on, on Facebook Messenger. We're here for you because um, I know there's a lot of situations out there and it's still kind of confusing. Please uh, reach out to somebody and we'll get we'll get the answer. Tyler, I know that you've got some family from out of state. You got a family back east. Um, I don't know if they had any plans on visiting you, but I mean, I'm sure you probably want to know something too, huh? Sure. I'm not sure that they're going to leave the Buckeye State to come visit me in Wyoming. However, uh, Chief did have some insight as to how the visitors uh, will go about getting on base and visiting their airmen. So what's the clear answer can they or can they not and um you know, like he said there's nothing out there right now that we can put a map of the united states or put a map of the world that says yes no yes no um can they travel in here can they not so the best thing for you do, to do again is uh, go to that cdc website the center for disease control look up the travel uh, restrictions the advisories and then talk to your leadership and um, because also we want to look at things like uh, members who are in discipline self-isolation. So when family members are visiting from out of state, even if it's a state that they can, that is good to travel from and they come in here, uh, we still have to remember the mission that we have here, extremely important. Uh, so keep those things in mind. Do the research on, on Center for Disease Control and get with your unit leadership. And finally, let's go to our traditional closing words from Major Wolf, Chief Bettesworth, and Colonel Benetti. First thing, today we had our pharmacy. I hear they had record numbers today, over 300. Wow. But I think it went well. So, and then really quickly, what I want to just bring up is walk-ins, med group walk-ins. So I just wanted to clarify that we have walk-ins for ancillary services like lab, radiology, uh, immunizations. You can come on in, you know, wear your face covering and you can come and get those done. But in terms of appointments, you still got to get on the horn and make an appointment if you want to see your provider. Well, Mighty 90, thanks for everything that you have done so far. And thanks to all of the family members from around the world tuning in because maybe their son or daughter is stationed here or lives here and they want to know what's going on. We appreciate your concern. Uh, just know that the safety and health of everybody on this team is top priority for us, as well as keeping this mission going. It's a, it's a mission that uh, cannot fail and has not faltered at all or declined at all. And it's because of the hard work that everybody has done thus far. So thanks for all of that. We'll continue to be transparent, let you know what we know and with that, again, reach out. If you have any questions, just message us on this Facebook page. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Uh, you know, I, one of the things that I think is uh, humbling for me is just to see this entire team gel together. And, and I mean gel together in terms of uh, support, gel together in terms of teamwork, gel together in terms of mission accomplishment. That takes sacrifice on every individual's part in some way, shape, or form. Sometimes it's great sacrifice, sometimes it's, it's a little less than that. The sacrifices that we're doing to stop the spread of COVID-19, to protect our airmen and their families, is absolutely necessary. I know that you may feel that wearing a mask uh, when you walk into Target is a pain. I need you to do it. I need you to be safe. I need you to make sure that when you come back, when you're dealing with your 
your office mates, when you're dealing with your roommates, when you're dealing with your family members, uh, that you've done everything you can to protect yourself. And that means you're protecting them. And if you don't care about yourself and you're worried about uh, just making sure that you can get the best suntan and you don't want that weird farmer's tan that's gonna come, that we're all gonna have this year, I need you to be thinking a little bit bigger. I need you to remember that this is about you and we do care. We care about everything that happens to you. And we wanna make sure that you are safe and that your safety and your family safety and your friend's safety continues uh, in a positive trend. We just wanna make sure that everything is working in the right direction here. And I will tell you, you have done an amazing job making that happen over the last almost three months now. And it's been amazing to watch that sacrifice and all that teamwork and dedication to make sure that we all stayed safe. This teamwork will continue. I know it will because you're the Mighty Nine. Uh, but if there's other things that you need, you want, let us know. If there's other folks that you'd like to see on these town halls, to hear from them about different things, let us know. If there's other ways that we can help you and get the information that you need, let us know. We work for you. We are here to help you and take care of you, our family, our families, our airmen, and certainly make sure that we can accomplish this mission 24 seven, 365 days for this nation. So Mighty 90, go get it. We'll talk to you next week. All right, folks. So that's about it from us. We got a little bit more information this week as far as some of the things that are opening up and some of the expectations from leadership. Tyler, you got anything else to add? I do. Just uh, remember to check us out on Facebook and the Warren official site, and we'll see you next week.